Watch the dancer's hand. Stay with the hand. Just the hand, not the rest of the body. Hey, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. We can't have this squabbling, okay? I know, guys, I'm telling you now, okay? There's too much squabbling. It's like kids. It really is like kids. I expect it of kids. I don't expect it of grown women. The hand catches the light. It turns, slowly. The fingers splay and straighten. And let the light go. He is diabolical. He's the low life of this country. He should be back in Mount Joy. The hand draws back towards the body, stroking the air as it moves. Slowly, carefully. Did I mention your name, Sarah? Okay. Did I say you, that you were talking? Right. Because you don't let something say, okay. did I, was I talking? Uh, uh, going to walk out. You did, you said, was I? The hand mesmerises. It is so beautiful. Elegant. Graceful. The body is more normal. Not the lithe oriental shape you'd associate with Tai Chi. It's a great natural bush, right? Natural bush. Yeah, natural bush. It's better than Nanny's rope. The body is more normal. All the bodies are more normal. Overweight, underweight. Tracksuit bottoms, tattoos, piercings. But keep watching the hands. And they make the bodies even more beautiful. All the bodies. All the bodies that were broken and are now being fixed. On stage, in front of the president. Six weeks earlier. Okay, get rid of the chairs. Oh no, actually, no, no, I, we need the chairs. And the group, all adults, are playing a game. Musical chairs, Jesus, favorite game. Musical chairs. Musical chairs, okay, 
Directing is a small, busy woman. Palm. My name is Palm Boyd and I'm a writer and a performer and comedian. The room is high-ceilinged, with long windows looking out over the rooftops of Dublin. Under the windows is a huddle of easels, and the paintings that sit on them are now on the walls around the room. The chairs for the musical chairs game are arranged around two cast-iron pillars in the centre. Nearby, there's a hole in the floor about the size of a biscuit tin. I have to be honest, part of the reason I do those games because I enjoy doing them myself. Every day the group come here. They start with Tai Chi, some painting or creative writing, and drama with Palm. The drama class starts with exercises and games. It's just good crack, getting everybody to run around the room and laugh and do stupid games that you did when you were a kid. It loosens people up. The first one out of the musical chairs game is Lavina. I have got the energy. I'm low in energy today. Yeah, very low. She has blonde hair and wears a light blue sweatshirt. I just had, I didn't have a slept, I haven't slept in two to three days. Her expression is anxious. Worrying about my caucus and not my son's caucus. When is it coming up? It was yesterday. Uh, how did he get on? Five years. Good? Five years. And is he, is he inside already? Or he's was in he... Mount Joy, yeah. He was in Mount Joy doing it. Finished off a five-year sentence already. Oh, so right. he got a fresh five-year on top. And how many years will that actually mean? Uh, about four. What age is he? 23. I'm sorry to hear that. Know, Has right? he got family out, outside yeah, here? Yeah, just me and his dad. And he has all the friends and stuff like that. So do you get to see him? Of course, yeah. 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 Just get on with. Is this a distraction for, for you at all? I, I, love, I love this class. I love it. Yeah. Love it. Brings you out of yourself. Does it? Yeah, brings me out of myself. This is a group called RAID, which is Recovery Through Arts, Drama and Education. Most of the participants here are on methadone or some form of heavy medication. It can make people very tired or it can make people, if they've just had their methadone, they can be feeling sick, nauseous, very sweaty or just aches and pains. Generally, people's physical health isn't fantastic. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. Okay, you've uh, your smoking break. Ten minutes, yeah. Back at ten past. After the loosening up, we went back in time in our mind. Comes the winding down. And uh, Palm is asking for memories. Go around, listen to everyone's memories now. See, see what they. Happy memories. So that was Robbie's, and I remembered my dog. Just, just the feel of his. Joanne, with straight brown, medium-length hair and a peaceful expression. She's here because she's manic depressive. Her memory is sunny. My brother and I used to play tennis in courts near our house. 
and there was a fence around the courts and then there was a pathway and then there was a train track and there was a beach, <coughs> a beach over the train track. So one time when we were playing tennis, we just dropped all our rackets and we climbed over the fence, went under another fence and went over the train tracks into the, onto the beach. But the other happy memories aren't yeah. all that. I was only about, I was only about yeah. nine, yeah. Tommy has a permanent baseball cap pulled down over his eyes. And uh, we, were, we were inmates in Clummel Industrial School, yeah. He recalls an escapade yeah. he had when he was a child. So we were escaping that night, right? So we decided to take a load of apples out of the orchard for us before, for our, a big adventure. So like Dublin, you know? That, oh, that, that, was, that, was, that was like the moon, you know what I mean? But, uh, we got as far as Carlo anyway, you know what I mean? Yeah. One guy had his, one, his, his boots were worn away from walking, you know what I mean? So he, he had, he's actually in his lock and feet, you know what I mean? But we weren't picked up till we got to Carlow Town, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, he's got to but we got arrested then, yeah. Because, because they seen us looking in the window, we just wanted to smash it because we were starving with the hunger, you know what I mean? There's a big cake in the window, you know what I mean? What yeah. are you saying? Nine about nine, days. yeah. Many miles. About 70. seventy. Yeah, about seventy miles. <laughs> Up, 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 up to Steve Naman, other mountains and all. And we were singing, you know, we were picking, picking up butts off the road and making roll ups there, you know, and singing as we were going along, you know what I mean? As we were free, you know what I mean? And that, way, that was a great adventure, you know? But that's, that's my, that was my, yeah, you know? It was a sad but happy, happy kind of one as well, you know what I mean? We got bleeding in big hides when we got back for it, yeah, God, they killed us, you know? They murdered us, slaughtered us, you know? They got us back, you know. Chris, he wears white shirts out over his trousers. It took me a while to get a memory, but it was just a little glimpse of a memory of me, me, me. He remembers the birth of his son. And I remember walking into the Rotunda Hospital and asking, was she out there having the baby? And he said, yeah, she's upstairs. So I went up and she was asleep on the bed and I walked in. And there, there he was lying in his little glass incubator. Snow white blonde hair, like white hair. And that was it. Then I got how to live, you know. The security came up and dragged me out. Yeah, told me to live. Why did they drag you out? Well, I wasn't allowed. Like, she told them to get me out. Were you out? No, I wasn't. A bunch of flowers and all. And it's just this only five and a half years ago, but I remember the smell at, at, the, at the hospital, you know. That's what brought the memory back. Was she in a room? You can't actually perform or produce or come up with characters or something without first knowing where you're at you know your emotional state is in, is is very important because you use your emotions when you're performing you know you draw on them exactly but we can still work on the idea because another exercise still, um, this time a drama improvisation off you go. Uh, good afternoon ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Sharon is presenting a radio show and Eddie is a guest this is the He's sitting on a chair with his hands behind his back. John, the void on your hands the last one. No, that's the whole point. John is sitting behind him with his arms out under Eddie's armpits, as if they're Eddie's arms. The hands are funnier when you don't try and make the shapes of things that you... John is trying to follow Eddie's contribution with relevant hand movements. You can open it And I have here with me um, Eddie Garrity, which is an own car thief. He's not long out of Mount Joy Prison, but he's going to tell us about his experience in robbing cars. And so when I started off, I was 12, I was hot with a car, flew up, pull handbreakers all over the place. 
The fucking crowd used to be out shouting at me all the time. Get that swine out of that car, that Garrity fella. He's going to fucking wreck someone's car one of these days. He's going to smash into one of the neighbour's cars. And did you ever like... Oh, yeah, I ran the fucking load of them. I hated all them. If the performers turn up and abide by the rules of the raid project, they get a weekly wage. I think it's a disgrace, given the likes of that thing, time on the air. It's funded by the FOSS Community Employment Scheme. Community interests, he is diabolical. He's the lowlife of this country. He should be back in Mount Joy. My name's Rory Grant, I'm from Ballymun, I'm an ex-drug addict. I'll just answer that for him. Yeah. I happened upon raids while I was talking to a friend of mine who was employed by them. I was doing nothing as usual in them days, up to no good, looking for drugs. I got an interview, I came in and I ended up getting the job. Now, there's money at the end of the week. So it's given me incentive to work best for my family to supply them at what they need and it's given me more responsibility, which I think I needed a good kick in the ears to say, here, you have two kids, look after them. And I've also gained in personal stature, you know, through the things I've learned and read. And I have to say now I'm very happy with me lot at the moment. Well, I do agree with certain things you have to say. Can I say something? Can I yeah. say something? If you hadn't got fools like that leading their kids the minute you walk in the hall door on the oak, there'd be no car, there wouldn't be many cars here. We have fools like that leading their car keys just inside our door. We just open the hall door, the car keys is there, and we're gone. Palmer's sitting back and watching games and exercises like this all the time. So that's me answer to him. Yes, because she's facilitating. But also because she's looking for material. We've been doing that now for about a year and over the last couple of months I've been writing a show for them at home and uh, the show is written. I'll be bringing it in next week, we've been revealing it to them. So have we got scripts? Who needs a pen to write their name on the script? Oh Mick, you didn't get a script. No. It should be ha ha, not ho ho. Oh, well, you can say ha ha. Go <laughs> Thank you. Are we after this What's the point? Uh, well, it's new. The snake and the giant, that's Tommy and Eddie, burst in with black balaclavas over their faces, holding iron bars and fake guns. Everyone down on the floor! This is a robbery! Come on, Melba. Everybody flings themselves down on the floor. The snake looks around him, then back to the giant. I thought you said this was a bank. It is! Well, it was last week. Everything's changing so fast. Maybe if we wait for the world, it might change back into a bank. Harry the helper is on his phone. Okay, Chris, this is a bit of bit for you to read. <coughs> Look, I was in Smith's. I wasn't able to get that Nintendo thing. They were all gone. Yields the man. I know he's only six months old, but would, would he like a mobile phone? I could rob one on the way home for him. Okay, okay. I won't rob anything. 
did you get him the night trainers he wanted? Good. Good. What about the bike? I could rob, uh, get him a bike. Young and the Broken Heart well, enter to say goodnight. Well, that's the end of the show. We hope you've enjoyed as much as we have. Good night. Good night. Okay, well done. Well done, everybody. Now, that was, we struggled through this. Oh, yeah, I got this stuff for this. You like that, Tom? It's very clear to me from reading this that we have, A, we have quite a lot of work, and B, we have to inject a lot of energy and a lot of fun into it, which we will do in rehearsals. And once you know your lines, now I know for those of you who have long pieces, you, you're probably feeling a bit, oh, I've got an awful lot to learn. John, in particular, you've a long piece. Chris, you've a long piece. So I'd been in one, one short movie and two plays. It was Oliver Twist and the play Oliver in school. I was the narrator in um, the, the Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. And I, I, I made a film in, you know, the Outreach. I made a film in Outreach about drugs. A 35-minute long film, and I starred in that, so... What was it about? What did it? It was called Friends. It was just about like a young fella getting in with the wrong crowd, going on drugs, and getting thrown out of the family home, stealing from his mother, and he goes back and begs for forgiveness. And the bloke that in the introducing to drugs ends up dying. He, 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 he finds him out days, but I know all the white farm and all from an Elvis mouth. A few of us got together and wrote it, and then he ends up getting taken back into the fam family home and going going through his withdrawals and all. So, and that, is any of that? Can you relate to any of that? Yeah, relate to all of it. That's why I've done it because that's happened to me a few times, you know. That you've been in and out of the family home. Oh yeah, I was going around the family home now eight years solid. I'm, I'm, I'm living on my own. I don't really get on with my family to be quite honest, you know. But it's the way it goes. And do, did you remember who introduced you to drugs? I do. I, no, I wouldn't like to say though, you know. No, I don't mean the name. But what, um, kind of, what kind of individual? They were an older person. Oh yeah, a lot older. Had heroin straight away, an injection of heroin. What age were you? 12. So this guy, did he force you or did no. he just said, here, try this? And I tried it. And he stuck it in your arm? And done a family. And I, I remember I, getting, I vomited everywhere. And then I, 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 before I knew where I was, I was tore in and I had a habit. So. God, how are you doing now? I haven't touched heroin in two years. Doing well. Put your name on your script, okay? And remember to bring them in. Well, like I say, everybody isn't, the parts aren't cast as well. So you might end up playing something different. You're gonna, you're gonna change the parts, you mean? Yeah, that's what I said today. Those parts that you read are not necessarily the parts that everybody will be playing because the group so is changing. You might end up playing somebody else. You might end up playing somebody else, Tommy, okay? Don't worry, because we'll, we'll, when we start rehearsal, there'll be plenty of time to learn lines, okay? Nobody has to worry But do bring in your scripts, okay? Remember to bring in your scripts. Okay. Right. See you, Marie. Well done. Okay. Thanks. The numbers go up and down. Officially, there's 21 on, on the course. Obviously, everyone doesn't come in every day if they're sick or whatever. I have written the show for, with 16 parts.
So, which is a tall order to try and find parts for 16 people. What's the worst thing that could happen? What can go wrong? Is there anything you're worried about? Well, what has happened already is I have tailor-made parts for people in the class that, you know, that would be brilliant in the part and those people have stopped coming to the course or been asked to leave the course for various reasons. So I have to keep changing, you know. Why would they have stopped coming or why would they be asked to leave? Well, people can't come in affected. It's called affected when people are heavily sedated or have taken drugs. It's not that people are expected to be clean and, you know, it's it's very difficult, as everyone knows, to stop taking drugs and to become clean. But if people are consistently coming in where they cannot participate that's seen as a choice that they are making and they're given warnings, several warnings. If they don't heed the warnings and they're still coming in affected, as it's called, then they're asked to leave. Or if somebody was dealing drugs, coming in here, dealing drugs, they can't, that's that's not allowed. I'm going in to a residential uh, recovery treatment centre to get off the methadone, like, you know. One of those who's leaving who has a part is Anthony. I've just got to the stage in my life where I want to get chemical free altogether, like, you know. What's wrong? I thought methadone was okay, is it not? No. It's okay to, to get off heroin and to stabilise your life for a certain period, do you know what I mean? But after that period, it becomes like another substance that you're dependent on, do you know what I mean? So uh, I, I was there three years ago and I went through the programme, so please God, I'll go through it again, like, you know. But when you went through the programme, did you come off heroin three yeah. years ago? Did uh, you? Methadone, yeah. But then what happened? You went back? Yeah, I was uh, I was drug free for about eight months and we started drinking again. And after a few months drinking, I started getting the go to, you know, hang back around the environment and start dabbling with drugs again, like, you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't prepare myself for what I needed to do coming out. I thought going in and getting off the drugs was the problem and was the end of it. And coming out, I was just uh, linked back into the site and just be normal. But it wasn't, you know. The problems that arose for me to take drugs were still there. I didn't deal with them. Do you know what I mean? I just got chemical free, like, you know. What were those problems? What were the uh, kind of things that... Well, without getting too personal, different things like of uh, environment where I grew up in and, you know, drugs being rampant. And before I even got to go to work, like, making easy money through crime and backstreet deals, like, not having an education to be aware of what life is really about, do you know what I mean? Different and how things, did the rest know? of your family avoid that then? Good question. Well, I'm a, a single, I'm a, an only son, so I have four sisters. I'm not saying that girls are not a high percentage of drug users. Maybe just more <laughs> cute, or I'm not, I'm not really sure, Like to be honest, you know. I, I was the one that used to hang around the, the, the area. With, with so-called friends and different things, you know, and used to group to no good where they had their sights set on what they needed to do, like, you know. Like, I have a sister that's manager at the Bank of Ireland. I always worked, you know. Uh, like, I worked in IBM for six years. I only left three years ago. And I was working with an addiction, do you know what I mean? I was trying to hide that, you know. And it only lasted for so long, you know. And they sent me to college for management diplomas and things like that, you know. But again, it comes back to, like, it's a double life for leading, do you know what I mean? You know, I, I would rather just start trying to do things correct now. 
Anthony left the Raid project all right, but he didn't take up the place in the residential centre and Raid have no more contact with him. Before he left, he sat in on one more read-through of the play. I think I'm going to get out of the place. When a man has to arrest his own brother... It didn't go well. My friend, if I hear of anything, I'll let you know. People were missing their cues. Two curry chips and a Fanta orange. Don't shake that Fanta like you did the last time. You ruined a pair of trousers. Anthony was blamed for it. They said he was giddy and talking and messing, distracting people. Marie in particular reacted badly. You can't even concentrate, you can't fucking listen to him. I know what I'm telling you. There's there you go. There. Yeah. It's fucking joking, it's isn't it? It's pretty fucking annoying. Okay. Shh, I, I don't want to hear this. Did I mention your name, Sarah? Okay. Did I say to you that you were talking? Right. Because you're not talking, saying, okay. did I, was I talking? Uh, uh, listen, Pam's going to walk out. You did, you did. Was I talking? Marie. 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 Marie, you're going to have to take that outside, Okay. Marie, you have to take that outside, okay? I don't want that in here. I have to take it outside. Yes, you have to take that outside, okay? Marie's not ready for the wrong She's just saying, calm down. She Marie. knows you're frustrated. We're all frustrated. But okay, relax. if everybody's going to go off the head when they feel frustrated, it's I'm just. It, no, no, Marie, you have to listen to me here no. now, okay? Yeah, well, I'm going off the head. It's just there it goes. I wasn't talking. I didn't mention that Sarah was talking. Oh, yeah, asked the question. Okay. Yeah, said, I wasn't talking. Why did you say that? Now, the play is part of an event taking place in the Project Arts Centre in Dublin which is being opened by the President Mary McAleese. It'll be a showcase of the work of Raid, creative writing, tai chi, art and drama and it's taking place in just a few weeks. All the other elements are ready, except the play. Hey, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Can't have this squabbling, okay? I know, guys, I'm telling you now, okay, there's too much squabbling. It's like kids. It really is like kids, okay? And What was that all about? I just, every time it came to the lines, or even when, when everyone else was reading the lines now, like, I mean, when it comes to a line, like, well, the way I think, the way I look at it is you to be, like, on top straight away, you know, to be real quick to read your lines straight at you, you're that person, like, you know what I mean? But, they were sitting there and they were laughing and they were whispering and pushing each other, no messing with each other. What does not. that make you feel like when you're look, when you're working in the group? That day, you know, I had had me annoyed. Like I was really, um, I don't know. It just showed that they had no respect. Like to me, it showed that they had no respect right. for the group and then for Pam as well. Because I mean, she's pulling off that walk into me. How are you? I'm Sarah the GG for the Gavin. I came here and I was homeless when I came here, literally, like, on the streets. I don't even know whether I knew about that, but they took me in in any way. Like, drugs, the whole shebang. But since then, I've done a 180. I still have to do about the drugs. Even though people say it yourself, that done it. But Raid had the actual things here that I liked, do you know what I mean? It was right down my alley. You can't believe how much down my alley it is. We acting the whole lot. I love all that, do you know what I mean? Like, I all right. Messing anyway, so acting is all right, you know what I mean? 
it's down me all you know, and we say I'm loving it. Not saying loving the staff all the time. The staff get at me sometimes, but I believe it's fucking. I believe they're meant to be helping you when they're getting at you, and in the end, it does be helping you. So all in all, my life's done a 180 turn. Hopefully, be a 360 this time next year if I'm still here. If you're bringing in costumes, will you bring them into the little? Well, tell Sheena first of all, and put them in the little room, okay? Okay, we have to focus. This is our second last day for the end of the week, and then we've only got next week, which is also going to be taken up with costumes. Yeah, and then you're on the following week. Okay, guys, I need you to focus here, okay? We're running out of time. Well, I'll have leggings on, boots, and a mini. <laughs> and she wanted me in a leopard skin top, but I found a hat with a leopard skin fur around it. Okay. And I, I brought in two pair of leggings, two different skirts, and ponchos. You know, okay. like loose big ponchos. Nice. Like, cause Where I did you get them? Uh huh, my own clothes. Everybody ready? So, audience in. Lights down. Me post! He said to rub me post! Oh, jeez, what am I going to do? Every penny I had was in there. I've no food for the dinner. Oh, jeez, I've nothing even for my at school lunch or that. Fucking teething scumbag. You should be more careful. Ha <laughs> Next time I won't make it so easy for you. I just made it look easy. So you practically handed it to you. You didn't, your arse. <laughs> Let's get on with the show, shall we? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to these people. A show and raid. A show... A show of the actors in red I can't perform to you. Tonight? Tonight. Tonight it's a combination of months of hard work and training by the actors. Every morning they've struggled with their words. Creativity. Or creativity and delved. And delved. Oh, the rehearsals that we've done have you know, some of them have been better, like... Yeah, know, exactly, you know, yeah. I'd say maybe, like, probably with people not having the script and yeah. trying to remember lines and oh. not even... This is Sharon. She's coming to the end of her time on the RAID project for recovering drug addicts. I'd done three months in prison and before that I had a job in a school as a special needs assistant. I lost my job, like, through going into prison and, um, like, it has helped me here. I haven't picked up a charge since. What were you being charged with? Um, shoplifting. Over what? Why were you shoplifting? Um, I, f- uh, I had a cocaine habit. I attend uh, Castle Street Clinic now for that, so... I'm on weekend takeaways, so like I'm starting to get. What does that know. mean, weekend takeaways? Uh, it means like you earn your takeaways, like um, by urine analysis, they can tell what's at the going through your system. Mm. So they were able to tell that I what I didn't have aunt like in four weeks. So four weeks you get one day, and then another say eight weeks, and you get the two days. So I'm on like a Saturday and Sunday takeaway now, so. So you're, it's a residential thing in Castle Street, is it? No, it's a daily. Like, I actually go to the clinic before I come here in the morning. But when you say you get a day, what does that mean, you get a day? Like a takeaway. Yeah. I mean, say on Friday, I don't have to attend the clinic Saturday and Sunday. Oh, see, see, That's see. A, But you have to earn your takeaway. You have to do a test every day? Um, twice a week they test you for... But they... Be, you see, because it can stay in your system for four to five days. So that's why they do it twice a week. So they know if you're out to have nothing at all, like... Humiliating, um, yeah, it can be because like they're all supervised, like you know, so it means like there's someone in with you, like all the time. Like, shortly after this, Sharon got bad news. 
The manager of the raid project told her she was losing her part in the play. His name is Mick Egan. Her attendance is the worst on this game. On a regular basis, like she'd missed a huge amount of time on the programme. And um, we try and bend it and accommodate it. And she gets involved in a lot of, in, in a lot of ways at other times. And of course, she has two children. She's a mother on her own. Depends but she told me she lost her temper. And that she said that she wasn't going to... Be in the play. She won't turn up on the night. Okay. And then she says, but that was something she said five weeks ago and it was in a fit of temper. She was angry at the time. Yeah. And I would have put to her then that... You said that, it's created a wobble in the group. So her colleagues would have felt, all the others were feeling a bit nervous as to, they were saying to each other, will she turn up, will she not? That's what I picked up on, was them having that kind of wobble. And things are insecure enough, it's tough enough to get 18, 20 of them up on stage. Yeah. I suppose, right. if, I was, if I was the producer, we'd make the same decision. All right. So even if she said that she said that weeks and weeks ago and didn't really mean it or kind of lost the head of it. You had to think of a show, I think. Do you know what I mean? You, yeah, you had to look at the bigger picture. Well, it was a silly thing to do, sorry. Um, yeah, well, I think Nick would probably feel that he's under threat if someone's not going to show up on the night. Why don't you teach them practical skills? Why don't you teach them word processing and answering the telephone and, mm. you know, making chips or whatever? Why are you teaching them all? They know how to answer the telephone and... But I think, actually, if you get into arts things, usually, you need, I mean, to do creative writing, you need to improve your literacy skills. So it's happening automatic. It's a secondary educational learning that you're going through. You're not doing Anne and Barry and feeling, you know, you're being treated straight away as an adult. The only obstacle is that you actually never did learn to read. Um, so now you've got a reason to learn to read. And to write. Hiya, my name is Robert. I work in Red. As a group of 22, we have produced two plays, one book, and are in the process of making a short film. The most important thing is it curbed my drug addiction. It happened over a period of time. Like I tried to stop a couple of times while I was here, and I wasn't working. But like the more I got into the place, kind of like the more confident I got but doing different things and then the more I seen a better side of life than getting high there was nicer things than getting high like what? like studying you know like taking part in plays going to college mixing with people that weren't involved in drugs you know just, just normal things really backstage on the night of the play Hang on. No, I just want to say a few words. You can do your group hug. In the words of um, Fatboy Slim, we've come a long, long way, baby. But we really have. This has been an amazing journey, okay? And now this is the culmination of it tonight on stage, okay? And this is your chance. And I know that all of you can do it and that you are all capable of giving a fucking fantastic performance. Right, I hope everything goes over for the whole lot of us tonight. Everyone, give that best. Yeah. And everyone, if you get stuck, as Palm said, just keep going. Best of luck to everyone, and let's kick ass. Right? Now, Seth, now you have to be calm, okay? Now, 
Make sure everyone's phones is up. Thanks a lot. Thank okay. Thanks a lot. just such a lovely opportunity to celebrate achievements of people struggling through really, really tough times, tough lives and coming through that struggle and being able to give us that lovely calming few moments that we had there as a kind of a symbol or a sign where the struggle has brought them to that lovely calm place they're in now. I want to say a very big thank you uh, to everybody involved in RAID for allowing us. We are so privileged to be part of these moments, to be part of these lives, to have these lives opened up to us, to give us encouragement and to allow us to show our respect. So I hope that um, whatever pain it took to get this far um, has long evaporated and that what you feel is the pride. And I also hope that the pride is strong enough and lasts long enough to sustain you over a lifetime. You surely deserve for it to do that. RAID's programme is fantastic, isn't it? Do give them a big round. Big... President McAleese leaves and it's time for the play. It's a bank, mobile phone shop, spare. Once it's a spare, they can never go back. <laughs> what am I going to do? I was meant to give me something to do, but I'm going to Australia with this. What are you going to do? What am I going to do? My young ones may not come in when you have the limo in the hotel built. <laughs> you still think that bad? What about me? I'm getting married tomorrow. 450 of my closest friends and enemies, and this is meant to pay for it. <laughs> what about the post office? Which one? The one near your gaff. That's a handy number. My gaff, thanks very much. And if it's honey up, you'll get there before it closes. That's all, man. Well done, well done. It did, it was brilliant. Well done. Fucking dead. Look at me, man. I'm bleeding grey fun. 
Oh, you got some void up? No, I was so fucking. Oh, it's hard to explain. Yeah, it's, that's what I said to me. That's what I'm supposed It's a great natural buzz, you know? This is why. Natural buzz. Yeah, natural buzz. What do you mean by just people laughing? The adrenaline going and people feeding back off the audience. It's better than any drug. Yeah. Right, think of it as an enemy. I told him this is Ford's plan. I tried to explain that to him and he didn't believe me, but I think he believes me now. I was really nervous, but the nerves got me going, if you know what I mean. I really enjoyed it, we did. Got a damn yeah. ovation, everything. Yeah, where yeah. would you go? Where yeah, would you be? Yeah, that was and Sharon, who lost her place in the play, spent the night backstage. Well, I would imagine being out, I suppose, and watching the end. Oh, you're sorry? I sort of felt, yeah, being out of the day, like standing around. So, you felt a bit hot, sorry? I have stuff in. There is Marie! Marie! Hi, I'm Greg, Greg Walsh. Raid as a whole, it seems to be giving people a, a purpose in a sense. Uh, it's, it's demanding in the sense of you need a lot of a concentration for the different art forms and all that. I'm three and a half years almost here and I've seen a good few people improve and maybe I'll take it for granted a little bit but more. I'd like to, I'd have a lot to thank Raid for really, yeah. yeah thanks. Sarah, well done. Come here to me. Did I make a box of it? No, you didn't make a box of it. Thank you. You had so much to do. Oh, no, you did. Check your handbag. No, that's not me. The bag I was using upstairs. The post and all is in it. Hey. Well done. It was great. We got there in the end. It was. It was brilliant.